Vladi Divok. Darko Milicic. Greg Ostertag. Matt Geiger. Nick Young. These are just of the few that we talk about here on the podcast. It's the Jab Step Basketball Podcast. Welcome. Join Cassidy Warren, Jonathan White, and Ben McCarthy as they talk all things basketball. And most of all, we talk about one thing only. Booker Sugar. Join us on this ride. Let's ride. Let's ride. Hello, Jabstep family, and welcome back to the pod. I'd like to tell you a story about Brian Scalabrini, who was was once challenged to a one-on-one game by a college player. His quote was, I may suck as an NBA player, but you suck compared to me. I suck compared to NBA stars. I'm closer to LeBron than you are to me. Brian Scalabrini. The dulcet tones. Keep on slipping, slipping, slipping here into the future. Welcome back in, guys. We've uh, done a little bit of remodification to the pod. We are now the Jab Step NBA and Basketball Podcast. I'm here joined by it's official, Cassidy Warren, Jonathan White. They are officially part of the Jab Step uh, business now. I guess we can call ourselves a business pod. But congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. I'm proud, I'm proud to have y'all as business associates. Golf clap. Golf clap. It's a big step. A big step in the pod. Yeah. It almost brought me to tears like Cassidy's uh, opening quote <laughs> to this, uh, well, ben, this pod. Yes, yeah, very, very true. Very soothing. I try to be as soothing as possible in the intro, but I'm deeply honored. Happy to be here, jab step. It's a it's a passion, a love, but I'm deeply honored. Yes, yes, it's been a great, great run so far. I'm just glad that we've made it official. So go check out our Twitter too. We got the uh, the jab step Trinity up. The art is there. Very sick. The sick Trinity. The jab step Trinity. Yeah, Ben took the time to take down the old old riff raff banner and uh, and put up some good stuff uh, <laughs> i believe <laughs> yes we have uh re- we've re- remod remodificated remodificated <laughs> so i don't, I don't know if, reskinned it I, I don't know how you want to say it but uh which if you check out the twitter you are i feel like johnny got top billing hey so you're just seeing the kobe which is nice i mean well, well hey on that but it does look sick it well, looks for sick a limited on that time only because uh you know you know people tend to get tired of kobe seeing him all the time <laughs> well i feel like he's more of a draw than bloody and uh, darko <laughs> <laughs> but i uh, hey please go on the twitter if you're not on twitter make a make a twitter go check out the jab step twitter yeah follow us just to see it 
I thought you were going to say make a face. Make a face. <laughs> Give us a face. Make a stink face. I don't know if you've the seen the poll, too, but I dominated the poll. You did. You did. <laughs> we, even got a, we even got a quote that, uh, that was lambasting me for my, for my, <laughs> my crappy uh, drafting. Yeah, he, he went after Rodman and Maravich. True. <laughs> Ain't that what he just said? Hey, I'm just playing with the cards I'm dealt. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm just uh, dealing out. Hey, there was he, Pistol Pete. Rodman had red hair. You know what they say? Point. You need a wild card. A wild card. Wild card. <laughs> it was, was a wild it, card. Was it Charlie on Always Sunny? He's like, wild card. I think it was. I think it was. Then he jumps out of the van. Yeah. So, Jonathan, you're on your phone over there. I don't know what you're doing, but it looks pretty interesting. <laughs> well, you know, uh, when Cassidy was coming up uh, with his soothing uh, inspirations, I was I was looking for some of myself. Of, of myself, some for myself, and of course, I started on uh, the rabbit hole, and uh, the two top NBA ones are from, you guessed it, Kobe and Jordan, and uh, so a couple of them here, uh, one from Kobe, if you see me fighting a bear, pray for the bear. <laughs> Wise uh, words. Yes, true. And then Jordan, uh, I've never lost, I just ran out of time. <laughs> <laughs> the confidence the confidence was running high uh, with those two he took it personally he took it personally <laughs> i'm glad to get a drop of i took it personally we got to get that on here but anyway we got a good show a good series of shows coming up we're doing nba commercials and we've got yes. four of them we got one that each of us picked out then we had a special uh Listener, pick out one that we're going to analyze, critique, mm-hmm. which they're all great. I'm just oh, really? going to tell you. Yeah, yeah. We had a listener. We got a listener. He put one in. <laughs> he wanted to recommend one, so we'll, we'll shout him out when we bring it up. So. Okay. Mystery listener. Yeah, but let's talk about some of the NBA that happened this weekend, some of the games. What about the Celtics-Lakers game, Johnny? It was kind of like me and you were pitted against one another. Mm. Uh, some I'm, drama went down. Uh, I'm not happy with the turnout because, you know, but I know in my heart who won the game, so – so that's all that really matters. <laughs> Truly. Forget right about here. standings, <laughs> rankings, <laughs> playoff seeds. I mean. Yes. Uh, None of that stuff matters. No. <laughs> and, you know, uh, five years ago, I would have been glad that they didn't give LeBron a call. But uh, but since he's on the Lakers, and I want him to. Oh, yeah. And uh, and uh, old Sandbag, he's back, back in the lineup. Sandbag. Who's Sandbag? Who's Sandbag? Anthony Davis. See? Oh. <laughs> oh, Sandbag. He's up off the bench. Sandman. He, Sandbag. He tied no. his sneakers. You're talking about Plastic Man. Mr. Glass. Mr. Mr. Glass. Glass is back. He uh, took off his Gucci slides and Mr. Prone himself. Mr. Prone. <laughs> well, let's. Can we get it out of the way right now? I mean, Braun was fouled. Yeah. Braun, Braun yeah, was fouled. Was. I was like, I'm not a. I don't uh, make any apologies for LeBron. He acted like, <laughs> I think there was a quote, uh, somebody said, oh, it was, uh, uh, oh, crap, I forgot who said it. But he said, I would act, uh, I wouldn't act like that if my dog got ran over by the postman <laughs> right now. It was like, he was like on the ground, on his knees, like praying to the gods, yeah, but now, crying. He's in Tinseltown, you know, I mean, that's, uh, he's that's their actor, MO that's over right. there. Well, you know, LeBron's not really playing for championships anymore. Can we say that? Mm, yeah. Is it true? Because, yeah. but legacy yes. that does not look good for his legacy. In He's my got one more in the tank. You think he? You think he can make another run for a championship with that team? Uh, it's it's possible. I don't I don't know if they've made the right trades, but it's possible they have talent. Westbrook's starting to wake up. 
you know, once <laughs> well, he once he comes uh, around and takes the team over, uh, takes as, the reins. Well, as Barkley said uh, when they were announcing the All Stars, is like he's ninety six years old, so, <laughs> so his time's running out. Yeah, I think. It, I, yeah, Ben, I'll, I'll agree with you. I don't know if he's got another one in him, Johnny. Uh, so, so the real goat is only only going to get four. He's only going to get four he's a, championships. Like I, heard, I saw somebody the other day, and they said, "Who was the better player? Michael Jordan. Who had a better career? LeBron James." Mm. And I said, "That that's not bad. That's not a bad analogy." However, the six rings, six out of six, mm-hmm. is going to be always tough to beat, in my opinion. That well, I mean, when Bron is done, he's got he's on the verge. What he's like a hundred points away from the all time scoring. Mark. He's been, he's been going off here lately yes, too. He's yes. been great. I, I'm not I'm not trying to take away anything LeBron's doing besides the fact that he acted like a straight fool after that, after that foul. Though. <laughs> a fool, straight fool. Him and but. Pat Bev, Pat Bev with the cam <laughs> coming out there getting the tea. That was hilarious. Uh, that was the most hilarious technical of all time. I will say that. Mm-hmm. That'll go down in history. So, do we think that the ref should be fined for uh, for terrible calls? Since we can say it without that's getting what fined. I, you know Dennis Schroeder <laughs> put that on his IG. Really, well, I, like he I, said, referees deserve to get fined. I heard Anthony Davis, you know, mention it after the game. Oh, uh, you know, because nothing will happen to him. Which you know, I I wouldn't want to be put in that situation. You know, you got uh, the entire world, you know, bearing down on you to well, make a call. And do you think LeBron's previous years of embellishing may have had something to do with it? It's why possible. they didn't make the call. Yeah, yeah, I can see. It. I can see him being sick of bronze antics. I think are the the referees in the NBA are sick of a lot of players' antics. To be you know, frank. yeah. But yeah. you know, the the referees they take on that job, you know, because that's their job, and I'm sure they get compensated well for it. And I mean, that's their only job is to make the correct call, mm-hmm. even with replay. You know, they even add the replay to it, and they, they still re- got it wrong. They couldn't replay it, could they? I thought it was too late, too too late in the game, and I didn't think they had any more challenges. Unless I may have been wrong. I think you somehow you lose your challenge. Um, I mean, you lose a timeout if you get the challenge wrong, but it's but they don't give you one back. That's yeah, what I, don't. I can't remember. I know if it's too late, like if it's past two minutes or something, it's it's up to the booth to review. And I don't. Well, think it used to be it. if it was past two minutes, they would make the call. You know, they would yeah. go to replay if the call was in. You know, now I, I'm one of those. Especially in the regular regular season, I'm not a big fan of instant replays and challenging mm-hmm. and stuff. Dude, let's play basketball, get yeah. the game over with, like it's meant to be. Yeah, they should and just now, and put the, it in, in the playoffs. I, I totally think it it has yeah. it has merit. That's where I was going with it. In you the know. playoffs, they should they should reinstate it. Go to the you know. And I'm going to tell you something. The Celtics the probably did care less if they won that game or not because they're like really ahead in the yeah. standings right now. And now the Lakers are on a grind. <laughs> the they're, they're really trying. Man, I mean, uh, yeah. I, uh, I mean, even if they, you know, Lakers would have won that game. I mean, was like Celtics are still in like first place, right? Yeah, we're first in the league right now. Um, I think we got a pretty good cushion in the Eastern Conference, but the Western Conference, there's like the Nuggets and some of those that are they're sneaking along trying to. Trying to take the first seed away. Mm-hmm. I think it's the so that's the east right there. Yep. I don't know about the west. Does it show the west? Let's see. Let's see western. Nuggets, yeah, of course. The Nuggets the are creeping. Beam yeah. team and then, coming in third. And I know the Grizzlies have been having a little bit of a, a <laughs> difficult since, time, too. Ever since the cardigan, the Shannon Sharp showed up in that yeah, cardigan, he yeah. put the hex on them. Mm-hmm. And I was watching uh, some of the YouTube highlights and uh, – 
I thought Donovan Mitchell had another big game, but it was just I was rewatching the seventy-one point game. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> have y'all have y'all heard about the 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 big controversy with Jaron Jackson Jr. and the stats padding? Like they're they're accusing the Memphis Grizzlies of like faking his stats, like padding his stats. I've heard you know the block stats. Is that the ones you're mm. kind of talking about too? Yep, his defensive stats. Yeah, because he's he's. His run has been one of the best defensive runs in history, apparently, is mm. what everybody's been raving. I haven't really delved into it too much. I haven't investigated. Have we got the snitch, the Twitter snitch on it? Mm, oh, the t- the, uh, the Reddit. The Reddit and the Twitters, they're, they're deep into the controversy. But I haven't delved too deep into it, but I've just been seeing little whispers here and there of it. You know, some people are not quite trusting the Grizz stat keepers. What do y'all think about Jackson's three ball? Jerry Jackson? Watching him shoot the three ball. It's interesting, but it goes in now. Interesting is a good word for it. <laughs> Not the one I would have chose, but it's like I mean, he shoots a knuckleball. It ain't like a Sean Marion or anything like that. Yeah. The but Matrix it, was always painful to watch him shoot threes. Mm-hmm. Yes. It was weird. His yep. was. But, yeah, we got uh, NBA commercials. Um, oh, I meant to say, did you see the starters, all-star starters? Mm, I did, I did. So, uh, the Eastern Conference, it was um, Donovan Mitchell – Kyrie Irving, the backcourt, mm-hmm. Giannis, uh, Jason Tatum, and Kevin Durant. Yep. Embiid was the biggest snub. It's a tough. It's tough. The problem is if they would let Tatum or somebody go to the front court, mm-hmm. it would have been obvious that Embiid. Yeah. I don't know. It's the, I think Embiid should have been over Giannis this year, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, he's what – probably behind Jokic for MVP and, like, making a serious run for MVP, MVP now. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. it's ridiculous that he's not a, Starter. an all-star But Starter. it's the fans. Yeah. Now, in the West, we had uh, Jokic, uh, LeBron, um, Curry and Doncic, and I feel like I'm – and I, was it Anthony Davis? No, it wasn't Anthony Davis, was it? I think he was one of the ones that I thought – oh, it was Zion. Zion got Zion, yeah. So, yeah, it was uh, Doncic and um, – and Curry in the backcourt with LeBron, Jokic, and Zion. In the Which Zion's like played like twenty games this season. This uh, kind of yeah, kind I mean he, he was fantastic when he did play, but it's True. still it, Anthony Davis, in my opinion. I mean, was the MVP there at one time? How great he was playing. But, yeah, but he's plastic, man. It's true. Glass. He's the glass man. <laughs> so he's uh, the classic man. It, and it may be tomorrow, and it may be Thursday, but they'll announce the reserves, which I'm expecting. Tyrese Halliburton, first-time All-Star for the Indiana Pacers to be in there. He's he been. Deserves it. Uh, we're going to probably see Jalen Brown. Mm-hmm. Of course, we'll see Embiid. Yeah. So and then Come on, MVP. I'm, I'm interested to see if there's a Nick in there, if it's Randall or if it's uh, Bronson. Randall's they, been balling out because they, they, they've been they've been a decent team this mm-hmm. year. Uh, I'm interested to see if they vote Trey Young in because I think he's been awful this year. You know, he's been pretty pitiful. He has been stank. I feel like he's a he's more of a crowd fan favorite. I, and that, well, that's the thing. It, it these are all done by coaches, assistant coaches, and players. The, oh, the reserves the, are the reserves. Yeah. yeah okay. So I I don't know. I hope I hope Trey Young doesn't not get in. James Harden's interesting. He's had a decent year. Yeah. Not a great one, but he's been doling out the assists. Yeah. He's he's been. He really hasn't been driving at all. He's been step back and shooting. Mm-hmm. I, I, re- I think he's trying to save his body for the playoffs too. Yeah. Well, I uh, mean, smart, but the assist makes sense when you're playing with a MVP caliber, like dominant player. Like, and, and don't forget Tyrese Maxey, Tobias Harris. They've got a solid mm-hmm. team. So, yep. yep. And the West, I mean, we're probably gonna see Lillard. Oh, Vigia game. I hope we Dame. see Booker. 
just because even when Booker was playing, he was fantastic. Yeah. Um, and I'm trying to think. I mean, there's been some. There's so many guards in the uh, West that's going to be interesting. Are you looking up some right now? Yeah. It's got to be frustrating. I think for Sabonis. I mean, Sabonis has got to make it. I think mean, Sabonis. Sabonis needs to be in there, right? I'm not a big fan of his overall play style, but he's been the the cog that's got the Sacramento Kings going. Yeah, you know, he's the engine. I mean, especially you know he's got his team third in the in the West. Yeah, and there he's his stats are outstanding. You got yeah, you got to put Sabonis in there. I'm interested to see if Draymond Green makes it. Mm. I don't think he should. No, but Laurie Marketing. I mean, we got to say he's in it, right? Yeah, I think Laurie's had a great season so far. So Paolo Banchero. Uh, he won't make it. He's, he's a rookie. He's getting but he but he was yeah. great. He's been great this year. Yeah, yeah, he has. But he's getting. He's oh. getting John Shea's gonna make it for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. Shea should have started. Mm-hmm. Shea, Shea Gilgis Alexander's been awesome. OSGA, OSGA yeah. was in the MVP race there early on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Fox, Darren Fox is going to be interesting. Uh, Paul George, yeah, Anthony Davis. I think Anthony Davis is a lock. Yeah, coming off the bench. So, uh, Kawhi Leonard. Let's speak about him. He's been great since he's been back too. He he kind of looks like old Kawhi. He does, yeah, he does it, which is scary. Yeah, because that uh, Clippers team is interesting because. Balmer will pay whatever. Yeah, he. You can tell. I mean, I I like Balmer. He's a he's a fun he's a fun owner to watch. Yeah, I mean, him and Mark Cuban are you know well. He's way more animated, but I mean, yeah, Cuban will get in there and, and mingle with the with the team. Have you heard the rumors on who they're trying to get at point guard? No, I haven't. Chris Paul, CP three. Really? Yeah, and there's a they're trying to get Van Vliet, possibly. Ooh, from steady, Toronto. steady, Freddie. Yeah. Um, so and and somebody even said they may may try to take a run at Kyle Lowry, but Chris Paul one intrigues me if he goes back to the Clippers. This is da- with Dallas or the Clippers, which are they're talking about getting CP three. Uh, the Clippers are the Clippers. About oh, okay, yeah. gotcha. So I I don't know how that would work, but hmm. it'd be very interesting. And then I've, there's rumors that Toronto may break their team up. Mm. Everybody except Barnes. They said they're going to keep Scotty. Mm-hmm. But like Siakam, maybe to Phoenix is what they've been saying. Ooh, that's interesting. Maybe for Aiton or something like that. <laughs> he got to get Aiton out of there. I mean, yeah, the Aiton's been pretty bad. Disinterested. Yeah, he don't want to be there. But he, yeah. he got matched and he's making all that money. Yeah. I think he's one of the worst contracts in the league, though. In my opinion. Yeah, yeah. So, he's just you know they never should have given him all that money. But anyway, let's get in to the commercials. Are y'all ready? Let's do it. All right, guys, here comes Johnny's commercial that he picked. All right, we got the Jordan uh, 23. Nice shot. <laughs> Let's see what you can do now. Let's go, man. <laughs> Don't smile, kid. How much you want? <laughs> All day. Oh, okay. Stay down. I got that. You got what? That's a youngster for you. <laughs> Just when you thought it was safe to come outside. <laughs> Bet you won't score again. I won't score again? How you like that rainbow? We're not done. Excuse me. Had enough? Who look here. Sucker. You reach? I teach. We'll see. Lesson just started. Come on. That's ugly. Could have dunked. You should have dunked. Should have dunked it. Jump. <laughs> All right, Johnny. Why did right. you pick this commercial? Okay, there's a lot of critiquing going on right now. You got uh you got the 23-year-old versus the 39-year-old Jordan when we played for the Wizards. And uh, 
uh, you got you got two contrasting views of Jordan. You got the explosive uh, talent, uh, the younger version of him. He's dunking on older Jordan. He's pulling all of his dunk champ dunks, the leaners, the you know, the Air Jordan silhouette over over the top of him. He's blowing by him. But on the flip side, you got older Jordan. He's uh, he's methodical. He's slow. He's smarter. He's uh, he's getting him with the pumps, getting him with a pump fake, going up over him. He's doing the little quick, subtle uh, turnarounds. Uh, and then at the end of it, it sort of shows uh, a little extra dedication to defense. Like he uh, he gets back and he swats one of younger Jordan's uh, layups. You know, he's like, get that out of here. It's weak. <laughs> so, um, which uh, the Johnny, do you think they? They must have got like an actor, right, to play Jordan and like, you know, did the digital stuff with his face. And like, yeah, it does dunks. look. And this is 03. You know, yeah. this is 2003. So, I mean, you know, it, it's it's 2000. So, I remember thinking back then, we can't get any more technologically advanced. <laughs> but We were at the peak of technological uh, advancement. Yeah, it does look a little strange. It was, it was really awesome the first time I saw it back then. Um, but, yeah, and, and then – uh. You know, younger Jordan says, uh, uh, "I could have dunked it," and older old, older Jordan says, uh, "You should have." You know, that's that just meaning you know I wouldn't have blocked it if you went up hard with it and dunked it, because uh, all the all the little finesse ones that he was doing, you know, older Jordan wouldn't wouldn't around, and maybe that's because older Jordan was just you know he was fatigued, he couldn't keep up, he didn't have the legs to get under it, but uh, but that one's that one's really uh, I don't know. You can break it down several different ways. And uh, I remember one of the cooler things I ever saw uh, Jordan do when he's playing with the Wizards is like, this is, you know, super old Jordan. This is Grandpa Jordan. He had that sick two-handed block. Do you remember that when, like, uh, the guy came up for the layup and he just blocked it against the backboard and just took it away off the backboard? I was like, Jordan still got it. Uh, yeah, and this one right here, you know, you reach, I teach. I mean, he was uh, lesson, lesson started already. Uh. Classic, classic. <laughs> He's got him posted down. You know, he gets him with a little uh, right right shoulder fake over the left shoulder fade. His patented move, which Kobe copied later on. <laughs> Both very lethal. True. Uh, but. Yeah, then UNC, UNC Michael Jordan comes in. Yes. I got next. <laughs> and what does he say, Ben? What does he say at the end of it? Did you watch all of it? I can't remember. You, re- you really have to watch the full video to see. And this is a Gatorade commercial. It's not like a, a Jordan or Nike commercial. This is Gatorade, and I believe uh, if Biff was watching this, he would probably argue that he's drinking citrus cooler, which mm. is a very hard flavor of, of Gatorade to come by. They usually only have it at the Kroger at Crosstown, FYI. Citrus cooler, delicious. The best. I'll agree with Biff. The best best Gatorade ever made. It was. It's 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 the best Gatorade. Oh, uh, bar none. But, True. Bar none. But but yeah, the <laughs> the uh, the younger the even younger younger Jordan from North Carolina shows up at the end of the commercial, and older Jordan says, "You take this young guy, you know, to the to the Bulls version of the twenty three three year old version." So, uh, so which yeah. I have been pretty fine. I've been uh, drinking the. The blue. I've been going blue here lately. Usually I'm a yellow man when it comes to Gatorade. I try to get the citrus cooler, but, you know, you do get whatever yellow you can. But well, it's like an Arctic blue or something. The blue is, is good uh, 
I hear it, it heals all ailments. But, you know, it, uh, <laughs> it's like when you dip the cup in Indiana Jones, like the yeah, or the, or the water. And boy. You drink it, and it's like you pour it on. It's the it heals the wound. Like you just pour the blue Gatorade. It came from over a the wound. Yeah, that's pretty funny. That is a good commercial. I remember that commercial growing up, thinking, "Man, that's cool. That's a mm. great idea." But yeah, I, I have no idea how they actually did it. Maybe we should have did a, an even deeper dive in researching. No, I mean all the whatnots of how well, they. Well, that facial technology is getting like they're doing in movies now. It's like they're youngifying faces and stuff. It's got insane. The first movie I remember that was one of. I can't remember if it was an Iron Man movie or an mm. Avengers movie, but it was Tony Stark looking young. Yeah. I don't know if you remember that. Robert mm. Downey Jr. I believe that was Iron Man... 3, I think. Maybe. Yeah, or Civil War. Civil War. I was thinking it was Iron Man 3 because in the beginning, he was a young kid that didn't care, and then the antagonist in the movie is the one he kind of shunned on the top of the roof. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. it was Iron Man 3. That's right. Yep, that's Iron Man 3. I know I didn't... Uh, portrayed the scene perfectly but some reason that come to my mind but anyway mm. nonetheless it was a uh, great commercial there johnny i was mm. uh really I, I didn't really look at it till i started getting all this audio set up together but i'm like oh man that's a great commercial i forgot about that one that was one of those sick commercials it's like you know i if you hear it on the tv you're running to like check it out you're wanting to see those the young jordan dunks like the mm. side dunk that he's doing in it and and Ben, I almost when he asked me which one I was going for, uh, I almost uh, bailed on this one the last second and uh, and went with the Kobe Adidas one. <laughs> well, there's next week. There's next week's episode. Oh, th- this is endless possibilities here. Yeah, we want to try uh, to cover all the commercials that we like. A teaser. Know? Yeah, because again, the Jab Step Podcast here, we do things that no one's ever done. That's true. Talk about NBA commercials. Very underrated part of basketball. When I well, when I like started looking at like commercials that I you know I was trying to remember back and like thinking of what I wanted to talk about. There's like you just find another one. It's like oh yeah, I like that one. Oh yeah, I like that one. You know, like there's twenty in. Mm-hmm. You remember those those mid nineties ones? I always like those right. mid nineties. And and don't forget, we'll we'll post the videos on our Twitter page. We've already got two of them in our chat. So and as always, vote for your favorite. That's yeah, the only yeah. way we can Let know. Us know. And uh, anyway. I'm going to go ahead and start with my commercial now, and I'm going to go ahead and play the audio right now. Okay, guys, that was my favorite NBA commercial of all time. That is the Nike Street Ball. And just to give you a little backstory. If you haven't had a chance to watch uh, the Am One documentary on Netflix, check it out. 
I think mm. it's called Untold Stories or whatnot. It's got that Malice of the Palace on there, and it's got the one. Uh, it's called Flagrant Foul about Tim Donahue. But there's one on M1. And uh, they were kind of taking the street ball scene, you know, by storm with the tour and whatnot. And Nike came out with their own commercial that obliterated it. <laughs> I mean, just absolutely was awesome. Like As Nike usually does. Yeah, and uh, it was kind of a, a sad story at M1 because they pretty much just sold out to, like, Walmart or something <laughs> like that afterwards. Like, But uh, anyway, uh, check out that. Uh, documentary it's really good it kind of goes into about how nike was their biggest competitor and really had no shot but <laughs> but anyway uh they come out with this commercial and you've got people like white chocolate jason williams white in chocolate vince carter Ooh, vc you know and then you had rasheed wallace she i think lamar odom was in it oh. and so forth I, i'm sure there was others but i can't think of them now and i think there was a street ball player that was in there too mm. but was a hot sauce in it I'm just making I don't that think up. Hot Sauce uh, ever went. They they talked about that in the documentary. He went to like Reebok or Adidas or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah. No, he, he wouldn't have been in. Yeah, that's right. But uh, anyway, I just thought it was great seeing all these basketball players who would be awesome street ball players. Yes, you know, especially like Jay Will, White Chocolate, and Vince Carter. Mm-hmm. You know, it'd kind of be like a professor. Is there air up there? <laughs> team, team right there. Well, I mean, Jay Will is like, you'd see him, he'd be doing street moves in NBA games. Mm-hmm. One of the most entertaining point guards in the <laughs> 90s and early 2000s, for sure. True. Not great defense, but no. <laughs> sick moves. Yeah. So, just the, the dribbling and the, the sneaker squeaking mm. and making it into like a, a great kind of song. Mm-hmm. It's just uh, really cool. I thought it was just so. Do it, we do we know that if if that was really done with real basketballs on a real court, um, or was it a sound mixer? I want to say they probably took a couple of dribble sounds and then put it together, mm-hmm. and then they had them acting. Because I've always wanted that for you know twenty yeah, twenty something years now. Yeah, I mean these always, to me these NBA players their time are very uh, valuable to the teams. So, if I had to guess, because that's a good question, Jonathan. If I had to guess, I'm going to say that they had somebody record dribble and sneaker sounds, and then they composed the song, and then they they kind of had the recording of them dribbling and doing all these dunks and stuff mm-hmm. and dancing with the ball, and then they probably compiled it all together. Nonetheless, it was cool because it had the black screen yes. with the with like a grayish looking court with everybody kind of you know like wearing black and white you know just like the old school style looks looks you know yeah. just uh, we'll post it on Twitter let us know but this one is my favorite and correct me if I'm wrong in that is like that there was one move in that commercial that everybody that picked up a basketball from there on in had to do. You had to try to do the bounce it and get it under your shirt and hit the ball. And well, like well not only around. that, one of my favorites, I'm going to demonstrate to them. Yeah, right I'm, well, I'm, I'm going to demonstrate. I'm going to uh, uh, bend his eye. Uh-huh. Jay Will was going, you know. Like, oh, under the knees, under yes. The knees. He'd go like that. <laughs> Yes, I would also try to do the under the knees dribble as yeah. well. And I think that's the first time I've ever kind of like seen it and be like, "Wow, that's mm-hmm. so cool!" Just because of that commercial. Yeah. Oh, uh, ex- excluding uh, Jason Williams, who was the best dribbler of that bunch of the ones you I don't listed? Know. You, uh, I can't mm-hmm. remember. Not, I mean, just the ones that you named like off Mar- earlier. <laughs> Rashid Wallace. <laughs> <laughs> 
No. Lamar had a nice uh, a nice move handle. in there. He yeah. had a nice handle for a big guy. Yeah, him and Vince probably. Yeah. So. Which Vince, you know, Vince is in there for the dunking. They yeah. dunk at the very end, which is sick. All he needs is that one power dribble and then he's up. Mm. Yes. <laughs> well, Darius Miles was in it too. Darius, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. I was thinking of too. Underrated Darius Miles. This is back when they're, you know, him and Q were doing the, the head pounds. That they oh, never told we anybody need to rank about. Those one yes. day. <laughs> that That's they, a good idea. They ne- is it uh, true? They never told anybody what this meant. No. Yeah, uh, what that meant. They had, I think, Q on a podcast with Jamal Crawford, and I think he asked, and he wouldn't tell him. Mm-hmm. But you've got some pretty good hand gestures out there. Yes. You remember Vince Carter used to crank the motorcycle? <laughs> yeah. You know? Oh, I, yeah. I would do the rest. What was the? Uh, I know that listeners can't see me now, but what was the? Where they you flip the hands out from outside your head? And I don't do know. That one? I don't know. It seemed like a you know hip hop in the NBA in the early two thousands really went hand to hand. Sure. Another, so I don't know. Uh, that would be a good topic one day. Is like the coolest hand gestures, like the celebration threes, yeah, yeah. or uh, you know you got Mellow's little three, you know. The bow and arrow. Yeah. So. But uh, a <laughs> quick story. Uh, I was taken out of a high school basketball game for doing that gesture after I scored a layup. Really? Yes. I was. <laughs> I ran down the court doing the the flip the hands out. Well, Kobe's yeah. the first person I, I I've seen do that when he was. Yeah, uh, Kobe used to do it. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, I remember Shaq. Mm-hmm. You know, he raising the roof <laughs> after a big dunk one time. Yep. Um, Bronze got to push it down. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. So even the the du- you know the dust stuff, yeah, the, the powder, du- you know, the, the baby dust, the baby powder, the dust stuff. <laughs> Get the dust yeah, you up. know, uh, he he goes and gets a dust pan. He sweeps it up and he puts it in his hand. <laughs> <laughs> did you see at the game uh, with the Lakers? Like he he did it in the air and like got all in Anthony Davis's face. He was like, oh. <laughs> like he was he was like, oh. he you know, yeah. I've always wondered about that. What if like, that's really I mean, cocaine floating in there? <laughs> Maybe it could be the booger sugar there they're scooping up and doing the powder. Maybe that's the reason why Brian acting a fool. <laughs> but anyway, let's get on to Cassidy's commercial that he picked. Yes, yes. Uh, if you don't know out there, that is Lil Penny. That was the voice of Lil Penny uh, and Anthony Penny's, uh, well, <laughs> Penny Hardaway, <laughs> blanked on it uh, for a second. But th- this is one of my favorite commercials from early on in the mid-90s. So these ran from 95 to 97. Uh, so if you don't know, from 95 to 97, this is the – the era of when you know Jordan's playing baseball and Nike's like, we got to find a new star. Who's the next anointed star that we're really going to push the commercials behind? And it's Penny Hardaway. So we come out, Penny. Uh, he's a he's a soft spoken guy, and so they're like, we need something to boost him. He's not a boastful guy. He's not that you know talking about his you know how bad he is. It's like in Johnny's, you know, Michael Jordan had no problems telling you how bad he was and like trash talking. Penny. Yeah, Shaq, you know, Shaq could tell you uh, exactly. And we'll talk a little bit about Shaq. There was a little there's a little controversy with the little Penny and Shaq a little later on. But they're like, 
the people at Nike, uh, they're like, we need somebody. We needed like a sidekick. You know, Jordan had Mars Blackman. We need a sidekick for uh, for Penny. So they had uh, – the story was is they – previous and a few years before this, they had pitched having marionettes of – NBA basketball players playing against each other in commercials. So they had all these NBA players as marionettes just laying around. But they pitched it. They liked it at first, but then they're like, I don't know, when they started shooting it, it like looked creepy. It looked weird, all these marionettes playing against each other. So they scrapped it. So they're looking for something for Penny. And they're like, uh, the guy who is uh, whose last name is Wall, the director of it, who's pitching this, is uh, is like, what can we do for a sidekick? So he goes and gets the marionette of uh, Penny Hardaway, and little Penny is born. So we had this little marionette, little uh, doll figure of Penny Hardaway, who's going to be, and I kind of cheated, Johnny and Ben. They had the, uh, there's one commercial. Mine was a whole campaign. Yeah, it's a series of commercials. Whole full campaign built behind Penny. So, but that was my favorite one, which is oddly on YouTube. You can only find like super old, uh, you know, like VHS level. Grainy looking. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I'm glad. I was I was glad to because I'd never never seen them. You know, I've heard you mention them, but yeah, there's like yeah. twenty of them. That was before my time. Mm-hmm. This was before I even liked basketball. I just liked the commercials. Mm-hmm. But uh, that one uh, that you just listened to had Little Penny as Little Marinette. On the basketball court, like getting passes from Penny, he's like, "I know my spot, fool." But uh, there's another famous one where, and also interestingly enough, you may have also heard that Tyra Banks was in all of these commercials. So uh, one of the more famous ones is there is Penny is riding with a uh, little Penny, and uh, in the car, and he and Tyra Banks pulls up next to him, and he's trying to get her number. And then uh, Penny drives off, and he's uh, he's like, "That was Tyra Banks, fool." <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and the the creator of this uh, commercial says he still gets people that drive up to him in the car. And he's like, "That's Tyra Banks, fool." But <laughs> and so that this is is Chris Rock. It's right? Chris it's Rock. It's the voice the voice of Chris Rock. You can <laughs> almost unmistakably tell. Yes, can y'all guess? Chris Rock was not the first choice to be the voice of Little Penny. Can y'all guess any other names that they might have been looking for? Richard Pryor. <laughs> I was thinking maybe Chris Tucker. Chris if they, Tucker. If they could would, get Chris Tucker. Ooh, Chris Tucker would have been a good one. Uh, but they were their first. The first pick was Eddie Murphy. They wanted Eddie Murphy. That'd be, be a good one. He would have been all right. Which uh, do you remember the barber in uh, Coming to America? <laughs> yeah, that was the inspiration. I think they say oh, said for okay. uh, the actual voice, but I think they wanted uh, Penny. I think actually wanted Martin Lawrence to do it, but they uh, they wanted to go with a lesser known. Uh, I think they were too expensive. Eddie and Martin Lawrence. They were you know because that would have been right after uh, Bad Boys for yes. Martin Lawrence. Mm. So he would have been well. He had a top show tier. out too. Martin, my aunt. Everybody really. Well, liked there is Martin. that. Yeah, everybody loved Martin. <laughs> yeah, like they they were too high up. They were they were too commanded too much money. So they decided to go with a lesser known guy from SNL, who would go on to be you know more popular than them in yeah. some cases. You know, yeah, huge. Uh, like uh, he, he call out oh uh, Will Smith's wife. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Martin Lawrence, 
Yeah, and the bad boys. It was like he got the what did the five fingers say to the face? Will said to Chris yeah. up on the stage. Slap! <laughs> it was so wild. Uh, I thought that was so fake. That, that me too. I was yeah. like, that's gotta be. They had to have. Uh, but now Will would have never slapped Martin Lawrence like never. that. No, never. he couldn't. Have. He's a bad boy. Yeah, for life. Bad boys for life. <laughs> bad boys for life. Uh, but <laughs> well, no, I would have loved to see either one, either one of those, Eddie Murphy yeah. or Martin Lawrence. But I love Chris Rock. It's a fan. Fantastic commercial. If you haven't seen some of them, at least try to watch one of them. We'll have one on our link on the Twitter page, but hilarious. Just seeing the little penny. The one I watched was he was in the swimming pool. He was on a floaty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, dreaming about being in the The Secret Eagles. Service couldn't guard me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, if that, I, I want to know who wrote the material. I'm sure it was probably Chris Rock, probably but I mean, yeah, he sure. had some amazing, funny punchlines in that i mean and little penny got so famous that he wrote a book there's a legit book from little penny and he went on oprah to promote it so he's legit on oprah jay-z had a rap about him had him in one of his raps it was like he got like big but uh quickly i'm sorry i know i'm going way too long the last one uh that they did the last little penny that they did was making fun of a Michael Jordan commercial. If you ever remember, there was a Michael Jordan commercial where he's dribbling in slow motion and like doing spin moves and like the world's like stopping and like watching him, you know, do the spin move and he dunks the last thing. The last, the the last little penny one that they did is little penny's like standing on the side and he's got like crutches and like a cast and like Tyra Banks is you know walking around, but he's like doing the same move as Jordan. So he's like doing the spin move and they're like playing outside, like on outdoor court and he dunks, but they're essentially making fun of, uh, the Jordan Nike commercial, which Which is is a Nike commercial. Yeah. Which is wild. It's like Nike making fun of Nike. Yeah. And I didn't realize that I, well, I recognize the, the song or the music, the uh, score in it was the same as, as the one for Jordan that I'd seen looking up some of these. Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah, the little penny one has the trifecta, you know, it's got, uh, it's got little Penny. For some reason, he has a broken leg. Mm. In it, but he's stepping on a uh, a rocket. He's launching a miniature rocket. Yes. For some reason, uh, you haven't figured out what uh, caused you know, little Penny injury. Penny Hardaway, <laughs> Hardaway is is just yamming on on two huge dudes on a street court, and then you got. Tyra Banks over there, you know, just sitting there waiting on him for, you know, a lunch break, you know. Did they date? Did Penny and Tyra date? I don't believe they ever okay, did. Okay, I just wanted to make sure if there, if there wasn't another connection, maybe. Which Tyra and Chris Webber were always... Uh, yeah, that's what people said about Chris Webber and Tyra. But an interesting fact, uh, interesting thing about the cast, the weird thing about the cast is like, I think they were trying to get rid of Penny, the little, little Penny at this point. Uh, so they had him in a cast just like sidelined. But the guy who created it says he still cringes about it to this day because, like, literally after this commercial started airing, Penny started having knee problems. And, like, it's, like, pretty much ruined his career in his his athleticism. I was going to ask if if he never got hurt with these commercials kept going, you think? Oh, yeah, they would have had to have brought Penny back. I mean, if he becomes like a super, like a Kobe (laughs) superstar, it's like you have to bring, which I think they've thought – Talked about bringing him back yeah. uh, here recently. Yeah, I mean that's how they opened the commercial up was him on crutches. Little Penny is yeah. on the marionette. Is mm-hmm. that what you've been calling Little Penny? <laughs> the Pinocchio dog, <laughs> the wee little puppet. Yeah. <laughs> we love we love to get technical. <laughs> blowing a bubble. Oh, uh, here comes Tyra. Uh, Tyra Banks. 
But yeah, yeah, that one's all the little pennies are are <laughs> you know they're little diamonds to yeah. find. But look at he even did a Super Bowl commercial which would like had all the all star had all stars in it. It's the, it was crazy how many stars they had in there. Uh, randomly, Tyra Banks was blowing bubbles. Uh, a dog is is shaking you know drool all over Little Penny. Mm-hmm. And uh, and here goes the. <laughs> the, the rocket the rocket launch <laughs> yeah oh, Lord. i'm sorry this is not the one that that we're gonna have on no, the, there's no. there's a lot of them there's you a want lot to put ones. that one on there too that, that we may put both there. of them yeah that was probably one of the funnier ones but anyway cassidy good selection we've had three good ones so far we're gonna do a little ad break and then we'll come back with another special one from a fan Oh, I'm, I'm intrigued about this this fandom and thing. And here's the good thing about these episodes we're doing. If there's a commercial that you want us to air, let us know on our Twitter. Yes. Hit us up and we'll air it. Brilliant. Make, if we'll you don't talk about it. If you don't have a Twitter, make a Twitter. It takes yeah. two seconds. Let us know what you want. But this one is from the ginger himself, our ginger friend, Pat Thompson. He wanted us to air this one live. He said this was his favorite commercial. And I have to say... It's one of my favorites as well. Oh, snap. But before we get into that, let's do, we got a little couple ads we're going to run, and we'll be right back. We'd like to take this time to thank Property Brother-in-Laws for sponsoring this episode of the Jab Step NBA and Basketball Podcast. Matthew Mitchell, our good friends with with the massive forearms. And then Kenny Fleming with the bad knees. Bad knee Kenny. <laughs> but anyway, they do great. They uh, they did their own remodeling service for homes, and they even uh, buy them and, and sell them, and they do all sorts of stuff. So check them out. Property Brother-in-Laws. I think they may have a Facebook page, but uh, if you need a remodel or anything like that, please hit them up. And uh, yeah, tell them you came from the, the Jab Step Basketball Podcast. And anyway, thank you for... Uh, for them sponsoring this episode. Are you in the market for some celebrity heights? Have you ever been looking up and wanted to see how tall Tom Cruise really is? Or if you ever wanted to know how tall really Chuck is, you know, Charles Barkley. There's been a lot of debate on how tall is Charles Barkley. Is he 6'6"? Is he 6'4"? He, I mean, he said, you know, sometimes NBA players lie. You need to go to CelebrityHeights.com because they'll tell you the real skinny on Celebrity Heights. They'll give it down to like the tenth of an inch. They've analyzed pictures. They've gone to, you know, places where these celebrities are and like measured exactly how high, how tall they are. So they're really, t- they're, and they're, and this is barefoot. There's no shoes. They're telling you what kind of shoes they're wearing. Are they wearing chucks? Are they wearing Air Maxes? Like adding like an inch and a half to their height. So no heightening. No heightening. You, are you afraid that a cele- one of your favorite celebrities is heightening? You know what we mean. You know they're putting a little something in their shoes. You know, boosting them booger numbers. Sugar yeah, <laughs> a little booger sugar. Like packing a little, a little cocaina in there. It's like they're they're packing packing their stash in the shoe. Maybe adding a half an inch. You don't know. But they know. Celebrity Heights knows. So check them out if you want to know how tall celebrities are. But Cassidy, there's no way they would know how tall Little Penny really was. <laughs> they that actually was- don't. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I couldn't find it. But they know how char- they have Charles Barkley at six four and seven eighths inch. So he's been listed at six six. Some people have said he's six five, but they say barefoot he's six four and seven eighths. So we like to thank uh, we like to thank Celeb Heights for sponsoring this episode of the Jab Step Podcast. Yes, thank you, Celeb Heights. <laughs> We also like to thank our friends over at A Legacy of Legends, a dynasty fantasy football podcast. Our friend, Big Cactus, BJ Kent, and my arch nemesis, Stand him. <laughs> Stephen Deaton's over there. But if you haven't had a chance to listen to their podcast and get some really good fantasy football analysis, go over there. Cassidy Warren, he is one of those people that has one of those uh, stories on how he actually got to the playoffs thanks to B.J. Kent Cactus helping him out. Yes. Legacy of Legends saved my season. They saved my season. They got me to the playoffs. And I eventually, not to brag, humble brag, I did win my fantasy football championship. If you want your own story like Cassidy Warren here, yes. please go over to Legacy of Legends and say you came from the Jab Step basketball yeah. podcast. And it will save your fantasy life. Come on, please. Very good. Bravo. Yes, yes. yes. So go check them out and tell them you came from the Jab Step folks over here from Jab Nation. And also, I'll just plug this on the end of the Legacy of Legends. If you're out there listening to pods all night and you need to be able to stay up, you you really need that caffeine. And what better place to get caffeine than Big Cactus Coffee Mm. sold at any barista near you. And if they don't know what you're talking about... Tell him John sent you. <laughs> Word. What's in the bag? Lunch. Big Mac, fries. Play you for it. You and me for my Big Mac? First one to miss watches the winner eat. No dunking. <laughs> Off the scoreboard, off the bank board, no rim. Over the second rafter, off the floor, nothing but net. Through the window, off the wall, nothing but net. What you want is what you get in the titles today. Off the expressway, over the river, off the billboard, through the window, off the wall. Nothing but that. There you have it. That was Pat Thompson's pick of Jordan and Larry Bird McDonald's commercial. Absolute classic. Fantastic one. It's a horse game, and it gets crazy. It gets wild pretty quick. They're actually, at the end, sitting on like like a bridge somewhere out in the streets, and they're like off the billboard, through this, through the window, and it's just getting wild and crazy. But classic commercial, one of the very first ones that actually was – I guess probably one of the very first popular ones that really just kind of took off. Yeah. It's like, and that one spawned like some other, uh, they like kept it going. Didn't they? Uh, Magic ended up being there. Like, yeah. One uh, like, hey guys, I got next. <laughs> didn't uh, didn't Chuck walk in, Charles Barkley, with another bag? He's like, I got another bag right here. I think it was Magic. Was it Magic I that came in? Magic. I'm sorry. But uh, yeah. but no, no. Pat, he picked, uh, he picked that one right off the top 
the cream off the top because mm-hmm. I was actually going to go with that one, but I thought we can't just pull out the number one right off the bat because it it really could be one of the best. That's the thing. If you go look at most sites, they have that as number one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. It's got too much star power. Exactly. You know? Yeah. And I mean, imagination flows wild in it because I mean the the trick shots end up are they on the the Sears Tower in I Chicago? The funniest part of the commercial was Larry looks at Michael and says no dunking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, don't do it. It's like, that would be my rule for Mike, too. No <laughs> jumping. Yeah, this is and this is prime, Jordan. This is athletic prime, Jordan. Mm-hmm. Great commercial, Pat. Thank you for putting it in. And it's probably, it's probably it probably is the greatest, mm. you know, classic. It's yeah. a Mount Rushmore. Yeah, I would not argue that. I mean, it, that's an excellent choice. Mm. Yeah, so we've completed our first episode of NBA commercials. And we'll have another episode with more and i don't know how much how many more it will will go but it, a lot of it depends on you if, if y'all keep sending us commercials that you all like we'll throw them on here and we'll talk about them absolutely so if however much y'all are engaged we'll be engaged on the commercials yeah i mean if you like these let us know by sending you know sending in your picks for your favorite commercial yeah. They're they're never ending. Like I found like twenty last night just looking around. Yeah, just there's so many good NBA commercials out there. Oh, but that last one really took me back uh, to a horse game that me and Cassidy played uh, about ten or twelve years ago, mm. uh, and it somehow ended up where we were both on a staircase in a gym, <laughs> uh, and and we thought it was impossible shots to make, but we both made them back to back. So there was a legendary horse game between y'all? There yes, was. Yes, it was, uh, was pretty Was horse epic. or pig? I think it was a three-letter. It was a pig? I don't know. if I, I've never really went with pig. Uh, Bug? <laughs> I've never used Rug. that one. <laughs> Johnny, you may have to refresh my memory. Was Stew. this at Ozark Baptist? This was. This yeah. was at Ozark, the tiny little half-court gym that, uh, that was... Uh, I don't know. There was there's a lot of good times that we had there. We did, yes. And uh, and that was one of them that really stands out. I mean, we had an epic battle, and I thought for sure that I had you on the the. I think it was like a baby hook off the staircase that was over off to the side, like from the almost second floor. Uh, <laughs> I somehow it- made it, and thought you know this. I was a shoe in for the win, and little did I know that you would you would switch it too. And, uh, well, if you know me, long shots are not my thing. Also, dribbling and short shots are not my thing either, but <laughs> the long shots are definitely not. And this is a good time to remind everyone that we've got a three-on-three tournament coming up at Dorsey, mm-hmm. coming up February the 11th. It's uh, sponsored by our church. They're putting it on. And uh, don't forget that the Jab Step cast will be over there. <laughs> Customer service will be ripping, fully mm-hmm. strong. The uh, big three now. And I've heard through the grapevine, there may be ex-G-leaguers there, (laughs) (laughs) which is going to be pretty intimidating, but we, customer service, do not back down from a challenge. Well, that's what we want. We want a good turnout. Not too good. uh, (laughs) (laughs) We want people uh, who do not do this as a living. uh, But yeah. Don't forget, February 11th is post. The registration is anywhere between 8 to 8.30, I believe. So try to be there early. And, uh, yeah, support the church. Basically, about, uh, if I can speak right, basically a Reformed Baptist church. They're putting it on at Dorsey. 
So go check it out. And, uh, yeah, you'll see us there. If you want Cassie's autograph, he'll be there. <laughs> no, I'll be signing autographs. Yeah, yeah, he's been working on the signature, I know. <laughs> you know, I've already had to sign a few myself. And yeah, Getting yeah. carpal tunnel from all the... Yeah, so anyway, thank you all for listening to this show. This one actually ran below an hour, guys. We did it. Nice. Keep it we under did an it, hour. guys. We're we did getting it. better. Consolidating time. Yeah. So uh, thank you all for listening. Make sure you go check us out on Twitter at jab underscore fantasy, even though we're not a fantasy basketball podcast. We're just like fantasy. <laughs> NBA fantasy. Fantasy. Yeah. Spirit wizards. <laughs> we'll talk about wizards no. and such and dragons. <laughs> and whimsical Fairies. worlds. Whimsy. Yeah. So Check us out there. Don't forget our sponsors of the show as well. Check them out. And, uh, yeah, get on Twitter and let us know what commercials we're going to hit next. And uh, the next episode, we may either have to skip one or I may have to do a solo one just because of scheduling conflicts. But don't worry. The commercial uh, episodes will continue to drop. Okay? Don't think we've forgotten about it. We're not going to forget you, Jab Step Nation. Absolutely. So we'll try to get the content out weekly like we've been doing. And, uh it may not be a commercial one next week, but we'll try to get it an episode out. Yes. Don't you worry. Don't you worry about a thing, <laughs> baby. Don't worry your pretty heads out there. Do, 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 do. Da, da, and uh, Seal. I wish Seal would come on. And sing <laughs> Kiss, by, <laughs> Kiss from a Rose. Do you think we have the audio uh, set up for Seal? Do you think he would... Uh, he would- uh, this would be a very like cheap setup for him, probably. <laughs> we'd make uh, we'd make provisions for Seal. <laughs> we'd, bu- we'd buy him a fluffy mic. Yes. <laughs> Your best Batman song ever. Yeah, it's one of the most uh, sentimental of, Bat- of Batman songs, <laughs> as Jack Black once said. <laughs> all right, thank you all for listening, and Cassidy, and then Jonathan, close us out. Listen, everybody, you know what it is. Please, everybody, don't smoke crack. And this concludes our broadcast. Mamba out. What can I say? Mamba out. Hmm. Gentlemen, what brings me to my next point? Don't smoke crack.